Why are you laughing? Because I don't know if you guys ever noticed that Danny breathes, breathes like, really, really loud. Like, you could hear him breathing. No, Mouth or nose? His... My nose. Yeah. You, I took a Claritin. <laughs> no, that does not help. That's how you are 24-7. Anyways, I took a Claritin today. So I'm fine, bitch. And yeah. <laughs> And I'm lost because Justin. So. His beat sounds extra heavy today. <laughs> so no, sorry, me, viewers. That was, that was this one. Listeners. Um, so. I just didn't know what I was going to do for this week. So I was like, Danny hasn't been on. And then I wanted to do this guy. So that's why. Is it Jeffrey Dahmer? Was his name no, Dave? but that would be funny. No, that would be too Dahmer much research for me at the yeah. moment. Um, Cause yeah. Danny looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. You should have did like the Gypsy Rose one. <laughs> oh my god. Danny, looks, Danny also fuck. looks like Gypsy Rose. Damn. Just cause of like contact wrong. name for oh, it. Oh yeah. Well, welcome back to, to Killer it. Reactions with your host Jasmine. <gasps> and Jack is back again. Alexa is also back. <laughs> and Danny is also back for the, my, first time. for the first time. Yes. <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> for the first time ever. For the first time ever. <laughs> the cat came back. <laughs> I have to take out my nose ring for my job tomorrow, and I'm not putting it back in. That's so. R.I.P. A killer reaction. <laughs> a killer reaction. I'm sad. Well, that's a real reaction, it. okay? Did they and tell you that I'm you couldn't sad. wear it? I'm or just you're assuming. Just... No. Just put us like at a, her new job of, in Idaho. Don't do the um hoop. Just put it. Yeah, I know. The stud. I don't know. Like they, no one cares. <laughs> Jack said he'll hate me if I take it out. No, Don't I didn't say that. I just said I wouldn't love you anymore. <laughs> what? Okay. It's different than hate. <laughs> okay, so. Killer reaction. Killer reaction. <laughs> Good start. Okay. Uh, so I decided to do Edward Theodore Gein, the Plainfield Ghoul, from Plainfield, Wisconsin. <sighs> if you could just describe your first reactions to his photo. He's got what? What do you call that? What, Dimples. How, when does What's this take place? Like he was born in 1906. Oh, the 20s. Geez. How old was he during these though. pictures? I I'm assuming like. You have a year underneath the picture, right? That's when he was born, 1906. 1906. He looks like he's like a good 20, 30. It I was, mean, back in the 1900s, you looked like you were. It happened in 57. Like, Oh, shit. Oh, so he was in his 50s. Yeah, he was like 40-something. Hello. It's impressive. Okay, so what is... You guys didn't really describe him He looks him like at all. one of the people in Titanic who's shoveling in the coal right? in the yes, engine room. Yes, he looks like, a, like he's about to work in like a factory. He looks like an Irish guy doing the railroad thing, you know, back in the day. Like okay. picking well, up like sacks is, with hooks and shit. This is, part like, of his, <laughs> this is part of his house. Tipping his hat to every female. That's fine. Very cool. dirty. Hoarding. Hoarding good stuff. I'm not saying bad stuff, though. That looks like Alexa's room. Damn. It's a real session. Okay, so. Not true. Ed Gein. He was born in 
He was born in La Crosse, Wisconsin, to George and Augusta Gein. They were both natives to Wisconsin. And he had they had two sons, Henry, who was seven years older than Ed, and then himself. Um, his mom hated his dad, but they stayed together because she was religious, so they just didn't believe in divorce, so. Of course. Yeah, they're like, I hate you, but. I fucking hate you! <laughs> We're staying together. Husband. <laughs> um, the dad was described as timid and a weak character. Um, he was a farmer and an irresponsible spender with a drinking problem. So, Augusta, she had to be the breadwinner of the family. So, he was just a farmer. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, Sorry to our farming audience out there. That was a joke. Oh, yeah. I wanted to... Sh- I didn't bring my phone up here. Hey, the but Netherlands. I wanted to shout out people from the Netherlands that are listening. All one or two The of them. one person that's probably listening. This and is then, for you. And then somebody from fucking Poland. So shout out. You guys cool. <laughs> you guys are cool. And is then, that from the group? From the group? What do you mean? What, where did you, um... Oh, you from, just saw... From my, where the, where I post my podcast, mm-hmm. it tells me like where people are listening. Oh, okay. But don't. Yeah. It's like a hacker and Be shit. <laughs> right? Rude as fuck. No. Thanks. But don't. You say Thanks but don't. My biggest fans. <laughs> my fans. Um, but don't. What's that? That means thank you in Dutch, which I hope the people in another one speaking. But don't. Okay. But don't. <laughs> that means thank you very much. So, Augusta had to be the breadwinner. Um, she began a grocery <laughs> business in La Crosse, but they ended up moving to a 195-acre farm in deep rural Wisconsin. All I heard was they used to live in La Crosse, the sport, and then they moved to Winnie the Pooh's neighborhood. What? What, what was that? 100 and something acre 195 woods? 195 acre farm? Yeah, that's where Winnie the Pooh lives. Oh. Mm. 100 acre wood? Oh, no. I don't know about that. Wow. Wow. Um, anyways. I personally. Wow. So he they moved there because she was disgusted with the depravity of the city and was just like, let's stay on the farm and just not talk to anybody or speak or interact or do anything with anybody outside of our immediate family mm-hmm. um she had a puritanical view of of life because of because she was a christian christianity fanatic so puritanical is practicing or affecting strict religious or moral behavior so she was just a crazy christian lady um hmm. She. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't mean to say botanical? And she just loves forests and no. plants? Okay, just making sure. Uh, she preached endlessly <laughs> to her sons that the we sins of lust and carnal desire. She depicted all women besides herself as whores. Um, so Alexa. That doesn't Alexa. help get... so Alexa. <laughs> that does not help getting you laid. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Look at that slut. I'm not. Guys, this is a long one, so... You're not getting laid. Adolescence. Ed was said to be effeminate and shy. Effeminate? Effeminate, thank you. That was the word. Do you guys know what that word is, right? No, like being feminine. Like, more feminine. 
Um, he had no friends, and when he tried to make any, he was scolded by his mother. Um, he never dated anyone, and he never had a healthy interaction with the opposite sex. And his natural attraction to girls clashed with his mother's warnings of eternal damnation. So he would be like, oh, I like this girl. And then be like, I can't. I will go to hell forever. The devil. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you know, the movie. Waterboy. Yeah, Waterboy. Was it Waterboy? Boat yeah. Boy? Well, yeah, no, no it's Waterboy. Water no. What'd no. you say, Bubble Boy? Bubble Boy. Oh, Bubble Boy. No, they say it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is, uh, so, as an adult, um, <laughs> it is. their father dies of a heart attack, but they all stay in the farmhouse, and then the boys just work as handymen in Plainfield to pay the household bills. Um, the best. And then the brother dies. Henry dies. So Ed and Henry started a fire to clear some marshland on their property, but the fire blazed out of control and they separated to contain it. Um, but afterwards, Henry failed to return to the house. So Ed asked some men to help him search for his brother, but they were unsuccessful. However, later the day, in that day, Ed was able to lead a second search party directly to where his brother's body was. And Ed's only explanation was... Funny how that works. We just had a connection, you know. What? How we just let him right there. Oh. We just had a connection, huh? you know. But we killed him. Is that what's gonna happen? Is that what I? I'm assuming that's what happened. I mean, I like, they never connected it. I mean, it sounds like it we sounds could easily like connect he, that. Because it also just said that right the him. brother would like openly kind of like yell at the mom. Oh, okay. And have, like, disobey her, and Ed was very like. I love my mother, and she is always right. And she told me to kill her. So. God bless. Yeah, God I bless. bless. That Norman Bates type of shit. Exactly. Um. So it said Henry's body was blackened with soot, but unburned. And although the sheriff noticed bruising around his head, the coroner declared asphyxiation as the cause of death, mm-hmm. and no further investigation was pursued. So got away with that one. I've seen that show. How to get away with that one? Yeah. (laughs) So now Ed and his mother live alone in the house, and her health started to deteriorate, and she had major mood mood swings. Um, At times, she would berate Ed and accuse him of being useless and a failure like his father, and then other times she would speak softly to him and tell him he was a good boy, even sleeping in the same bed together. Um, she developed Ugh. cancer and died in December on December 29th, 1945, when Ed was 39. Um, and this happened after she had a series of strokes. Um, Ed was devastated and he became increasingly increasingly deranged. He left rooms in the house that were associated with his mom or that she was in a lot, and he just left them alone, just left them untouched. And then he just confined himself to the kitchen and a small utility room that he changed into his bedroom. So he kind of just went through oh. that instead of yeah. changing anything. Um, these two rooms were filled with his reading material, which were anatomy books and pulp fiction, mostly stories about wartime atrocities and South Sea cannibals. Mm. Just casual reading. That's not bad, though. Just casual reading. I don't know. It sounds, like, interesting, right? Like, a nice, interesting, casual reading. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start a book club. Yeah. (laughs) 
He went a step further and started prowling the local cemetery with a help of, with the help of his friend Gus, and they would rob bodies after reading about their funerals in uh, the local paper. But then he was forced to give it up because his friend Gus moved into a home, and that's when he started to murder people. Casually, as well. Casually. As well. Casually. <laughs> Well, so how do the, you rob like a grave though in the first place? You go in That's the middle big. of the night, you <laughs> dig it up. Let me tell you how to do it. Freshly. Yeah, it's no, it's yeah, literally fresh. like the day they do it. You should get some powder on your hands because it's digging loose. that shit surprisingly like it gives you a lot of blisters. So you gotta get that like. But it's just like why? The like, LeBron dust, the the chalk powder on there. That's disgusting. Yeah. For the disgusting. money. So. For the pleasure. <laughs> The crimes, besides the his gold. brother's death, that he definitely did. Um, on November 17th, 1957, Sheriff Shelley, I'm not, it's not Shelley, it's like Schley. 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 Yeah, I'm going to say Schley. 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 <coughs> Is it Irish? Uh, I don't know. Was investigating the disappearance of uh, Bernice Warden, who was 58, and she was a shopkeeper. Um, there was evidence at her store, a receipt was on the floor near a trail of blood and a missing cash till, and Ed was the last customer that had been there, and he was seen loitering around the premises, and so this kind of took them to the farm, to his farm to look. So, he wasn't there, he was somewhere else, but they had a warrant to search the premises, so he walked through the dark kitchen and it was like, I showed you the picture, so it was all like piled up with shit everywhere. And he brushed, brushed up against something hanging from the ceiling and it was um, hunting season, so they're like, oh, it's just like, you know, a buck or whatever. No, it was a naked human carcass hanging from the ceiling of his kitchen. It was beheaded, disemboweled, and then hung upside down. Like a pig. Ca- casual. Everything about this. Casual. I have heard nothing but casualness this entire time. Literally. <laughs> Super casual. Super casual. Um, he mm-hmm. gagged but managed not to throw up there. So real professional. Uh, he turned it. Obviously, the body turned out to be um the missing woman, Bernice Warden who was murdered the day before. Uh, they later found her head in a burlap sack in another part of the house. And it has it had nails hammered through the ears and tied together with twine as if ready to hang up like a trophy. Oh. Yeah, like that, yeah. I pict- that's exactly how I pictured it when I read that. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Female body parts were being used to make some uh, ghoulish artifacts. Um, a belt. I think, I think it's pronounced goulash. A belt studded with nipples. Wait. Like construction like belts, nipples or like nipples. A belt studded body with nipples. human nipples. Okay, sorry. He made that. Yes, he made it. Well, Fashion. I hope so. I hope you find it. It's um, he made a stupel with, with the nipple? top of a skull. Um, he made lampshades and chairs from human skin. Wow. Um, 
American Horror Story. I've heard this one. Canvas uh, bug. People that came over, who which were very very few, would catch glimpses of these items, and he would just laugh it off. Or he claimed that they were wartime souvenirs his cousin had found while fighting in the Japanese in the Pacific. The nipple thing, though, hard yeah. to explain. The rest, I mean, you can be like, that's that <laughs> shitty ass letter. Shot. No, not like that, that. That's an animal skin. Yeah. Well, technically, that wouldn't be a lie. Well, they also found a box full of noses. <laughs> Got your nose. Because the nose. <laughs> Got your nose. Horrible ass words to hear. Very funny though. Uh, curtain pools with women's lips sewed to them. Under the bed, there was a shoebox. How shoe box. many people? There was a shoebox with dried female female genitalia. Just like. Dry. <laughs> Dry. Hanging in the closet was a shirt Nothing's made from human skin, from complete with a pair of breasts. Did he wear yeah. it, though? Yes, it was said that he wore it at night just around the house. Yeah. Oh, um, so bitties just hanging. <laughs> and on the wall, faces of nine women. They were carefully preserved like a collection, like a human hunter. Alexa, your face just like you just look like a disappointed like mom. You're just like mm. I'd be freaked out even as a killer. How do you not like be like all tweaky all the time? Seeing not because you're gonna get caught, just like yeah, just because it's there. Even if you like it, like it doesn't weird you out, like even a bit. Not even at all. It doesn't weird you out that people think it's weird. Like I don't know. Just like oh, the not thought the of like reaction. that like happening to you. <laughs> And like, that is not the Wait, thought of like that happening to you is like just freaky. Like, ooh, my boobs, <laughs> my, <nip. laughs> my, my, my genitalia, in your face, dry, in your you, genitalia, my dry genitalia. No, ooh, is it over there in that shoebox? <laughs> no, I made it out of my life. But not my genitalia. Oh my god. Sorry to anybody that was a victim or victims' families. Or in Africa where they do that kind of shit. R.I.P. Also, don't take this as fact. Do your own research. Um. Anyways, next person, Mary Hogan, 54, murdered December 8th, 1954. Her face was found on a converted skull cap, and she was shot with a 32 caliber pistol. In the head. Yeah, so that's really all she... That all we know about her. Um, that's kind of really it. Those two people are the only people he killed. Everything else he got mm-hmm. while he was robbing those grave sites. Oh, okay. You guys didn't make that connection? Not really. Well, you didn't yeah. give us the numbers, so it was like, could have been half, could have been like one real murder. Yeah, he I killed can't... two people, and then... The one person he had just killed because they found her the day after she died. Mm-hmm. And then the other person, they mm-hmm. found her um, the same day, but she mm-hmm. was murdered like three years earlier. Mm-hmm. See, when you said gray robbing, I thought he, like... Like stealing like, shit? Jewels. Yeah. Yeah. Jewels. <laughs> jewels. All no, the he jewels was stealing, he was stealing the, the family jewels. jewels. Wait, yeah, all yeah. the jewels in Plainfield, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the cheese. <laughs> 
Do you think they have Corcoyula cheese paired with them? <laughs> the fucking... <laughs> okay. Cheese. So, yes, that was... That was all that. Um, then he got arrested that day when, you know, he came home or they found him. I'm not really sure. He was taken to the j- the county jailhouse. They interrogated him, and he denied everything, but then gradually cracked. And when I read that, I was thinking of Mean Girls when they're like, she cracked. What one is that? Gretchen. Gretchen Wieners, yeah. Gretchen. <laughs> Gretchen. She can't wear white gold hoops. Her white gold hoops. Um. So Ed was assessed for um as mentally unfit for trial. So he was committed to the Central State Hospital in Wapun, Wisconsin. I don't fucking know how to Wapen. say it. <laughs> I don't Wapen. fucking know how to say it. Um, the people of Plainfield, um, since Ed was away from the farm, they were able to wreak havoc, or wreak havoc, wreak vengeance on his home, which they had come to embody evil in their community. So, in March 1958, a fire was started that the firefighters couldn't stop, and I was like, or didn't want to, like, the oh, firefighters the are like, this fire's it. too much for us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fire! <laughs> ah, someone call the fire department! Oh. You are the fire department! <laughs> They're coming, guys! <laughs> that was so weird! Shakira, Shakira. Uh, oh, yeah, we just watched the Super Bowl. Go Chiefs! <laughs> uh, and then when Ed was told about the fire, he just simply said, just as well. Just, just as well. Because you didn't get all the evidence no. from what I've seen so in the trial. So his confessions. Yes. He committed. Confessions of a, committed. Of a he admitted. Murderer. To killing Bernice Warden, he shot her in the head with a 22 caliber rifle, then dragged her into his car and then took her to the farm. He confessed to killing Mary Hogan three years earlier. She was an innkeeper and had vanished under mysterious circumstances. Any relation to Hulk Hogan? (laughs) (laughs) No relation. Uh, He also admitted to digging up corpses of women from the local cemetery. He said that is where most of the body parts came from. He didn't know, uh, the police didn't know whether he was telling the truth about this, and the bodies of eight women were exhumed from the Plainfield Cemetery, and they all had been mutilated, so they were missing their faces, or breasts, or genitalia, and strips of skin. family. Right? Hearing about that? Wow. Like, uh, We just went to their funeral I yesterday. Mean, what the fuck do you mean this just happened? I know this sounds shitty, but like... Cut off. Like, what do you mean her titty got cut off? What do you mean this guy's <laughs> walking around with my fucking grandma's titties on his fucking chest like it ain't shit? But my thing is, isn't it better Bernice, that he's doing no. it to the, like, dead people than Yeah, obviously people? to the living people. Yeah, Jesus. that's true, obviously, It's yeah. so fucked up, but like, yeah. ugh. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's probably the necrophiliac, to be honest. No, they never said that he had sex with them. Did oh. they check yeah. the bodies that were left in these grave robberies? They exhumed. The dry genitalia. <laughs> also, they did. Got they it. exhumed them, yeah. Got it. Just kidding. Um, so they were. Dry. They had been placed placed carefully back in their coffin and reburied, you know, so they weren't like seen right away. Immediately. Because noticed. they were, had just been buried, yeah. 
So they were People just come like, back oh, and they're it's like, fine. oh, it's still fresh dirt. But yeah. like, why wouldn't it be? It's only been a couple days. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he, like you said, with the grandma's uh, titties, <laughs> he mostly chose older titties. women, um, some of whom he knew vaguely, and he went for plumper, mature ladies who reminded him of his dear mm. departed old mom. Oh, he just likes more meat on the bones. He just really loved his mother. Well, off the bones. A mommy issue. Uh, <laughs> a mommy he, issue. The police mommy. thought he was responsible for another Ooh. four murders in central Wisconsin dating back to 1947. It was one girl, Georgia Weckler, who was eight. She had gone missing on her way home from school. Eight? Eight. But he likes older people. Evelyn Hartley, 15, who was abducted while babysitting. And then two deer hunters, Victor Travis and Ray Burgess, who vanished in December 1952. Did he have any penises? No. But that's they said no trace of the four missing people were found at Ed's house. But like they somehow want to kind of connect They said, it. like, it was uh, close enough to the no area or in the yeah, same town. Yeah, no, they have no proof at all, but they it somehow like, They're in the same town. It's just easier to be Let like, yeah, it was this guy. <laughs> it was this guy. Oh, he's so... dead now, though, right? No, we let him live because he's crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, in trial in November 1968, he was finally declared mentally competent to stand trial. He was found guilty of first-degree murder of Bernice Warden, but was found insane at the time of the killing, so he was sent back to the hospital in Wapen. Wapenau? Yeah. Wapen. Uh, Ed said was said to be docile and an amenable patient. He spent his time doing occupational therapy, rug making, stone polishing, and developed an interest in ham radio. So he ham radio. Yeah, you know what that is? You know when like people in truckers, oh, the, like okay, break, yeah, that shit. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Did you say ew? Yeah. Like, well, if you do it, like, on your spare time, like, ew. As, as you're in a yeah. mental hospital. You better be in an asylum. Because <laughs> gross. Um, the head nurse <laughs> said if all our patients were like him, we'd have no trouble at all. Aside from, you know, sure before. Yeah. For what they did before. Um, in 1984, Ed died of cancer when he was 78. He was buried in the Plainfield Cemetery, which was right next to his mother's. And just yards away from the graves he robbed from. Why? He already bought the plot. Was... What? <laughs> he already bought the plot. <laughs> how is that? Mean? Like, how is that even allowed? Like the families? Because he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Like, how do the families let that happen? They probably could have sued for that. Like, they they probably, probably. could have sued the city. I think they could sue. Or the state. You don't for think that. so? No, I think like, yeah. Dad, like when you want no, I think they could be like, this is offensive. Yeah. This is disrespectful. He stole from us. <laughs> We're banning him for life and the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> exile. <laughs> You're exiled. Ironically, his grave was desecrated by vandals. So yeah. It was grave robbed and his titties were cut off. Um. So I just have a like just a little bit like. A second left. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> so after, um, some of his possessions were sold after the fire, or that had survived a fire. Um, his 1949 Ford sedan, 
an entrepreneur bought it and exhibited at the state's fair with the banner that read, Come and see the ghoul car in which Ed Gein transported his victims. Hell yeah. I'm like, like you had... And two, a skin lamp. You had two victims. <laughs> and also the just, skin lamp that I bought. Then you just transported random parts of other dead bodies. <laughs> like, that's it. Nope. I don't get it. Yeah. For fun. For money. For money. For money. Money. Yeah, I could tell you why I did it. So his For story money. kind of um, inspired films, Psycho, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, oh, oh. And... What do you mean inspired films? Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened in real life. Was that him? No. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also based off a real thing, so inspired but that there's film. there's some, like, inspiration from him. Like, the, the mask thing is what it is. The skin mask. And American mask. Horror Story. But apparently he has his own movie, Ed Gein the movie. Yeah, that seems more of, like, a psycho thing, too, because that did happen. Like and then here's his room with a box of noses. I'm just kidding. I don't know if it's actually a box of noses. But... It's part of his shitty room. I don't know why it's off to the side. But... No, I'd say his box of noses probably had a lid on it. Had a lock? No. Mm-hmm. How would you... He didn't. Not care. a lock, just a lid. Keep him fresher. That looks like well, a he didn't corner. Really, I don't think he cared. Yeah. About I think he might have cared. As he had like a whole woman in just hanging. Thing. Yeah, just like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it was tanned. It was tanned skin. He had no. just killed her the day before. Yeah, tanned skin. So, what'd you guys think? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what'd you guys think of Ed Gein? He seems like a great Edward poet. Theodore <laughs> Gein. Nasty. So <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Our little plain field ghoul. Call him Two Chains, because cause he's Titty Boy. Titty Chains. <laughs> Two Chains. Two Chains' old Tiggle name Bitty. was Titty Boy. Single so. Bitty Chains. That's what we think of him. Okay. That's yeah. That's a great... Yeah. Woo! So, Yay! Great way to end this episode! <laughs> Fuck. What episode did we say? 2 Chains. 12. 11, 12. 12. 13. 13. Wednesdays, 8 a.m. Tell your friends. Or don't. Or don't. Damn! Fuck you, Danny. Last time you're fucking on here. <laughs> Anyways, what? Badonka. Badonka. What? Badonka dog. Like <laughs> Badonka dog. For our friend. Uh, for. For, <laughs> for, for our friend. A Norwegian the, friend. Badonka. Oh. Oh, my God. Norwegian. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Yeah. Nor- Norwegian people and our Polish people. Badonka and Thank whatever you. the Polish say. And there's random Cash. people in the United States Cash. that I'm like, Madonna, why are you what, listening? Cheers. And like Virginia and, 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 and Utah. Or like that. So that's cool. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Badonka, everybody. Do your own research, but thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. See you next time. Badonka. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.